What's going on? It's Tina B, and welcome to another episode of Tina Bonner Live. I am super excited to welcome you to season two. Y'all, we made it to another year, another year of this podcast. I'm, oh my goodness, the content that I have lined up for this year, I believe it will absolutely change your life if you stay tuned. And uh, yeah, like you're the MVP. You're here again for another episode, and it's, man, it's beyond humbling to know that you could be listening to anything, like anything, but you're listening to me, which is... I'm so humbled. So, without further ado, let me give you what you came here for, and let's get into it. Ready? Roll it. So the question is this. How are most of us spending hours grinding, connecting, building, and creating, but can't break the ceiling, let alone create the life we want, while a handful of us have managed to pull off the near impossible and turn our dreams into real-life flourish? Well, here's the secret. (laughs) The legends, icons, and greatest business people of our time never play by the rules. They use innovation, strategy, and crazy faith to get massive results. And lucky for you, this podcast will give you the plans. I am Tina Bonner, and this is Tina Bonner Live. When I tell you I have been itching to do this episode, like itching, uh, I think this concept has completely revolutionized the way that I see life, the way that I make decisions, and therefore the way that I actually get results simply because of this framework right here. So here it is. It's probability versus predictability. <laughs> probability versus predictability. Here is why this is a game changer. Often when we go through life, we don't realize that constantly our brain is making decisions, right? Our subconscious is always working, always working to filter through, right? And and discard the stuff we don't need. But it's also filtering through to actually keep hold and then furthermore, make decisions based upon that information that we gather. Here's the thing and here's the challenge. Our brains naturally make decisions based on our experiences, right? And so when we leave our brain on autopilot, by default, here it is, by default, our brain makes decisions based on the information that we have in our subconscious, not necessarily the information that's factual or that's true. So follow me. What happens is, is that when you're getting situations, we have the option to make where we're either going to predict, right? predict what's going to happen, and we use the information in our subconscious to do so, and or we're going to stop and pause and figure out what is the most probable, probable scenario that can play out and or probable result that we can get based on the facts that are here on the table. So here's, here's my preface for today. Here's, here's what I'm really trying to get you to understand. If you can understand the difference between predicting something and actually calculating what's most probable, it'll change everything for you. And let me hear, here's why. The challenge is when you predict, you go with your gut feeling and your gut is only a stimuli of what your information is that's in your head. Don't miss that. Like your gut feeling is often a stimuli of what the information is that you have in your head. Right. So let me let me give you a prime example. You ever dated somebody new or like was hanging out with somebody new and they wear the same cologne or perfume or they do these isms that remind you of the old joint. And so by default, in your mind, you like they can't be no good because they do the same thing. Insert whatever it is that you hate. Right. And so the thing about it is often we put these people, the new people in the boxes, the old people, because in our brains, catch it in our brains. The only information that we have based on that particular smell, that particular action, whatever it may be, 
is that they are, you know, a bad person or that they gonna hurt me, etc. And so what happens is, is that we're now predicting the future based on past information. But here's the thing, y'all, like we're not Miss Cleo. Like that's not what the goal is to just predict your future based on past experiences. Like that's not it. And, and let me say this, because I know my discerners and, and my intellects, y'all are like thinking like, well, I know, like I just know when I get that gut feeling, I just know. And here's the thing, I'm not trying to tell you you don't know because there are some moments there's always outliers to everything right there's moments where like your gut really is your spirit is really trying to tell you something so I don't want you to ignore those inclinations here's all I'm trying to do my single goal for this podcast today is to help you understand that predictability is not a strategy for success that's it that's it like it, it, it can't be because see people that predict you can never expect to be successful in a multimillionaire predicting like that's the lottery. Right. You can never expect to have an amazing relationship with with your spouse or partner, whoever, based on prediction. Like at some point, we've got to get to what are the facts of this thing. And so what I want to do really quick, I think what will help you is for you to understand what the definition of probability is. Like we know what prediction. Right. We know that that's the idea of estimating something that will happen in the future. Simple. Right. Predictability. That's it. But what is probability? Probability is the measure, the measure, the measure. Why am I saying that so many times? The measure, because measure simply means something that can be calculated, right? That's where we're trying to go. We're trying to figure out what is the most likelihood of what can happen. So that same girl, that same guy that you're trying to like figure out, The question becomes not is his isms or his scent or her scent reminding me of something while that I can predict the future off of that. What I wanted to help you do is change your strategy on how you make decisions. So instead of deciding on if you're going to be with that person or be with that business partner or take that loan or whatever it may be, instead of deciding based on prediction in your gut, I want to today give you a framework for how you can measure the likelihood of success. Is that good? All right, so let's get into tactical. Let's work. At this point, I think you've got enough framework. I want to give you some tactical items right here. Okay, Tina, I got it. I'm cool. I know I need to stop predicting things, so how can I be more probable? How can I, how can I integrate probability in my lifestyle? So here it is. Number one, I'm going to give you three things really quick. Number one, Number one, check the facts. Here's why you've got to check the facts. Because if you don't take intentional time to define what it is and what it's not, what's happening and what's not, you'll actually end up making a quick decision, right? But the idea is that you've got to gather some data first. What is the climate of this thing? What is the environment of this thing? Is it changing the way it's interacting because of the environment, right? Like you've got to take some time if you really plan on being successful And before you even make decisions, take intentional time to gather the facts. So what does that even look like? I'll give you a prime example. Um, If you've ever been to the casino or, you know, on a cruise or anything like that, and they've got the casino there, you've noticed, or I want you to take notice, that the people who really, really play, before they jump on the table, they stand on the outside and they watch. They watch the dealer. They watch the people at the table. They watch the way that the cards are flowing. They always gather enough data before they make a decision at what table they're going to sit at. 
So that's my challenge. Step one, you've got to gather enough data. You can't make a decision without data. Number two, check your emotions. <laughs> Listen, as humans, we make the absolute worst decisions when our emotions are intact. Like emotions are probably the number one way to inflate a decision. There's no way your emotions can be tangled up in the measurements of a thing and you still expect to make a sound decision. And see, let me tell you why emotions have to be number two. Because emotions are so heavy, like they have so much power, even when they're not facts, that it has the ability to override the aggravated data. Like don't miss that. Because emotions not being intact, allow you to make decisions even when there aren't the right decisions. Even when you've done step one and you have enough data to know what it is and what it's not, your emotions are so powerful that they can actually override the data that is the fact, right? So that's why this is number two. You've got to check your emotions. This is, this is getting that out of the way is the second step to making a decision, Right. We're talking about being successful people, making a decision that's just not off of just moving, just predicting, just doing right. We've got to get our emotions out the way. That's number two. All right. Number three. Number three. The final one is check the time. Ooh. <laughs> I'm laughing at myself because this one, y'all, this one, it took me a while to get check your time. Here's why this one is so challenging as humans and as people. It's nothing like having the data and you know exactly what it is, right? And what it's not. It's nothing like having the data, having your emotions in check and you're like, "Mm, I'm good. Like I know I'm, I'm, I got a sound mind regardless of what this is. I'm clear. My emotions are at rest. It's nothing like having those two boxes checked off, but being the wrong time. Y'all, this one will mess you up because this one, timing your ability to be disciplined in a decision, even when it's not the right time, is the hardest thing to do. And remember, my goal today is just to be able to help you make decisions with the highest probable favorable outcome, right? So when we look at this time piece, it's like this one had to go last because timing, the timing of the thing is the only element, the only metric that can override the former. Like it's crazy how heavy timing is. Like we can go back to the example of my guy at the casino and he's standing on the outskirts and he's watching the dealer and he's looking at how the cars are flowing and, and seeing how everybody at the table is working. And he actually finally decides based on the data, I'm ready to play. Right. And he's got his emotions. He checked. And he's already decided I'm only going to spend this much money. But the minute he gets ready to sit at the table, they do last call. <laughs> so just then in a moment's notice, the probability of him having a favorable outcome, because he knows it takes him at least an hour to get in a groove, and they've only given him 20 more minutes to play, the probability of his success for the night has just gone down. And so now he has to make a decision. But a good person, a smart man, a smart woman makes a decision and says, no, I'm not going to just predict that I'm going to do well tonight just because my emotions are intact and just because I know that this is a good table. I'm going to make a decision also based on the timing of this thing. And I know that this is not the best timing. So let me just come back tomorrow. See, your goal and the takeaway from all of this, guys, is not that you get perfect decisions, but it's that you start calculating. That's all. That's all this is about. So no more predicting. No more just going off of our gut feeling without at least saying, hold up, 
stop, wait a minute. Let me check these three things really quick. It doesn't have to be a long, drawn-out process. Just check the three. Do a quick checklist in your mind. Mm, okay, do I have enough data? Can I be honest with myself? Mm, let me do a quick emotion checks. How do I feel? Am I okay? <sighs> okay, timing. Is this, is this the right timing for this? Like, Do I even need to have this conversation right now? Does it make sense to, to, to get this loan right now? Does it make sense to, to, to do this business deal right now? I promise you, if you integrate this framework into your life, you have, by default, you're going to see results and you're going to see yourself excel in not just your decision making, but your life because you're making better decisions. So no more Miss Cleo, guys. <laughs> no more of us trying to predict what's going to happen. We know that success isn't by happenstance. So it's time for us to add some strategy on top of what we want to see happen. So you got your homework. Just ask yourself, hey, am I been predicting here or have I really been trying to move the needle of probability in my favor so I can be confident about what's getting ready to happen? At least know that I've done my part to assess the situation properly. So you got it. Um, That's all I got, guys. I I hope this has been helpful. If it has in any way, shape, or form, please, please let me know. Send me a text, DM, uh, email, whatever it may be. I would love to hear from you and just know that this is helpful. I love you much. And uh, until we meet again. So this concludes our episode, but don't forget to check out cnabonner.com for free resources and tools to help you grow your business and grow your money. Oh, and I got one favor I need from you. Hit the subscribe button. That way you can get instant updates on all new podcast content as soon as it drops. Stay connected. I'm here to help you design, build, and live life. Life more abundantly. You ready?